Here we go. You are listening to Rumination Thursday, Law and Gospel, on this June the 10th in the year of our Lord 2021. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is my good friend, Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Hi, Wes. Hi, Tom. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, uh, even though the article that you found is really a tragedy. It talks Boy, about CBS, Hallmark are among TV networks refusing to show a pro-life advertisement. Will you explain a little bit what that pro-life advertisement, who put it out and what it's about? Well, a pro-life group by the name of uh, Susan B. Anthony List put out a 30-second ad after the Supreme Court announced that it was going to rule on the Mississippi 15-week abortion plan. And so they developed this ad, and CBS, CMT, Hallmark are refusing to air the ad, deeming it controversial. Boy, you take a look at those radio stations. They don't have any problem at all talking about homosexuality, abortion, and this kind of thing. They they don't think those are controversial, and and so <laughs> or, or unacceptable. Yes, they're totally unacceptable. I tell you, if I had any of those individuals, members of my congregation, I would refuse to give them the Lord's Supper for a very simple reason, that if you take a look at 1 Corinthians 11, a person who takes the Lord's Supper inappropriately, which means they are not repentant of their sins, ends up with negative consequences. Some people got mm. very ill. Others even died, according to 1 Corinthians 11. So these individuals who are pro-abortion, when they take the Lord's Supper, they're doing it contrary to God's will, and therefore negative consequences are going to occur. Now, what those are, we don't know. But any faithful pastor would want to protect his members from negative consequences, and that would be one of the reasons why we should not be giving communion. Uh, even if we're talking about the President of the United States. It doesn't matter what office one holds, but if, they for, if they're for the murder of children in the womb, then it would be an error to give them the Lord's Supper. Right. Well, it, it just struck me as when they called this ad controversial and unacceptable, that, you know, one of the letters are one of the sentences I wrote down then, the right to a, the life of a, of a baby is controversial and unacceptable, or just living is unacceptable. Yeah, if you ever run into a woman who is pregnant with a baby, you never would say to her, well, that which is within you isn't worth being brought to birth if, if they're causing you any trouble at all. And what we're getting very close to, if not already there, Nazi Germany made laws against another group of people, namely the Jews, as well as homosexuals, etc. 
and put them to death in concentration camps. Now, when people hear that, they are really aghast. And they say, oh, that was terrible that that happened. And yet we have actual hospitals who are murdering children in the womb because the mother has decided that she's so selfish that she doesn't want to have a baby that God has given to her. And therefore her selfishness rules out over her Christian values. Now, it raises up that question, though, are you against women's rights to choose whatever they want to do with their bodies? Absolutely. Just like I'm against a man's right to choose whatever he wants to do with his body. And here I'm talking about suicide. You know as well as I do, there are some states that okay doctors to murder their aged parents when they no longer want to continue to live. That is an act of suicide against God's will, and the church should be very strong against that. In fact, I know of situations where the family members wanted the elderly person to agree to be put to death because that person was wasting too much money in the hospital oh care that was needed and this sort of thing. So behind every sin is selfishness and me first. And we, we've got to start making that more clear that a woman who condones abortion or a man, uh, there's a lot of men who they get their women pregnant and then they make sure there are laws, for example, uh, a male teacher is known to have impregnated one of his students, but then he goes along with the idea that the student can go to the school, get an abortion, and the parents know nothing about it. They are kept in the secret. And mm -hmm. that's kind of how laws are used to protect rapists. Well, couldn't we also say, you know, when when they they are talking about their right to their body, we're only talking about if the unborn is is uh, are human. But if the unborn are human, then there's no reason to talk about it. But if the unborn are human, there's no explanation for abortion that's good enough. And, and that's why in the advertisement put out by uh, the Anthony folks, they say this, five decades of medical breakthroughs, every age group has more opportunity to live except one, the unborn, explaining that unborn babies still fall victim to outdated laws. The ad notes that science tells us that at 15 weeks, that's the baby in the womb, these babies have formed faces, they smile, they yawn, and they feel pain. In fact, the ad continues, what does it say about European countries? Well, if, if uh, European countries ban late-term abortion, the ad continues, in the five decades we've learned that they are just like us, isn't it time that the law reflected science? Yes. 
well said. And so they're making the point that the Supreme Court justices were told lies in 1973 in order to okay the murder of children. But now we know that those lies have been corrected. And so we're hoping that the Supreme Court will overrule the Roe v. Wade laws. Now, what really bothered me was among the stations that are refusing to show it is Hallmark. I I don't know if you know much about Hallmark, but they normally have pretty good movies. Uh, They're about uh, like a policewoman and she does a good job and such like that. But the more I look at them, the more that they are not opposed to homosexual behavior, etc. And so last night, I was just looking for a movie. I was like looking at one before I go to sleep. And it was a real good detective story. And as soon as it began, it was by Hallmark. So I turned Mm. it off. And I'm not going to be listening to anything that Hallmark does anymore because of their Nazi desire to put certain groups of people to death, namely children in the womb. Yeah, you know, with this article on the Internet, people can make comments to 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 the article. And one of the comments was just the very thing you said that Hallmark is moving into the transgender homosexual relationships and it's not not the quality that it used to be. No, it it really isn't. In, in other words, I describe Hallmark now like that serpent in the garden that really appeared to be nice, but inside of what he was saying to Eve and Adam was teachings contrary to the will of God. And that's what Hallmark, CBS, etc. are saying. You know, it's it's interesting, the earlier quote you made that uh, science tells us that 15 weeks, babies form faces, they smile, they yawn, and, and they feel pain. Uh, several of the, of the ladies that uh, responded to, to that made comments on the website said they, they saw it at eight weeks, 10 weeks, 20 weeks, and they said they had no problems when they did the ultrasounds knowing that it was a baby, that there was life there. I mean, this is what evolution has done. Evolution gives the impression that that fetus is not really a human being. In fact, a former president of the United States was convinced it wasn't a human being until it was born. Now, Mm. we will put people in jail for destroying eagles' eggs. Now, that egg is not yet an eagle. But when it comes to a living human being in the womb, we don't have any problem with destroying their life. And the church needs to be really clear about that. Uh, that, that is a very good, well-taken point. I mean, we're concerned about the wildlife. Yeah. But uh, human life, forget it. No. In fact, I found it interesting, a CBS official explained why they were not going to permit uh, this advertisement. He said, issue-oriented advertisements 
that are designed for the purpose of presenting views or influencing legislation on issues that are controversial by the general public consensus are unacceptable. Now, that is so ridiculous because they're doing that all the time. Uh, they, they give ads for uh, how to have an abortion, uh, how to get the right pills and all this sort of thing. Now, the general public consensus would definitely say that to have an abortion for any reason is unacceptable. So CBS doesn't even follow their own explanation. Yeah, CBS is owned by a, a corporation called Viacom. So it goes much deeper than, than CBS. Uh, Viacom puts out a lot of old uh, TV shows and things of that nature. Yeah, they said uh, both CBS and CMT are owned by Viacom. Um, what's CMT? That one I didn't quite catch. No, I don't either. So maybe it's one of those uh, programming where they had the old stories or stuff like that. But it is really getting ridiculous, some of the advertisements that you see. It used to be on real late night. Now it's in prime time and having advertisements that are ridiculous. Now, there was an official with CMT who offered a, another point. Uh, he says, while we do not, while we do accept political and issue-based ads on a case-by-case -case basis, issue-based ads that are designed for the purpose of presenting views or influencing legislations on issues that are controversial by general public consen consensus are unacceptable. Yeah, I couldn't believe that one. It's like saying that we, we decide what's controversial, we decide what's acceptable, unacceptable, and the rest of the public doesn't. Yeah, fortunately, we live in the United States of America, whereas other countries like Canada and some other countries, they actually have fines for what you speak. In Canada, for example, if you speak out against abortion or homosexuality, you can be fined by the government. So now the government is telling you how to think even though it is absolutely contrary to the way that God thinks. And the Christians need to be uh, about that. In, in fact, yesterday's Law and Gospel, uh, we quoted in Illinois that they just passed a law that if you want to teach sex education, you have to do it in a way that is absolutely contrary to Holy Scripture. And the only way to get out of it is you can no longer teach sex education at all, or if you're a parochial school, you're exempt from this law. But this shows you the direction the country is going in. And so our real hope now is with the Supreme Court. Well, what's the Supreme Court ruling on? Well, there's a Mississippi law that's coming up 
and that they're going to review in uh, October uh, on the Supreme Court justice. It, it was the law was overturned at a lower court, in which uh, it had abortion restrictions already coming at at week 15. And, and was there an attempt to limit the abortion of babies to, to non-existent? And it was flawed. And from what I read on it, it was scientifically based law that showed that there was viable life at 15 weeks. Yep. And those that were uh, pro-murder, pro-abortion, wanted to, to overturn that law. We need to make the point as Christians that you don't have to wait to 15 weeks before abortion should be prohibited. It should be prohibited from conception on because that is a human being from God's point of view. And therefore, there are pills that women can now take. In fact, they can contact a pro-abortion clinic and they'll send the pills to them over the mail. And that mm. will kill the fetus in the womb. And that is also something the church has to be very strongly opposed to. Uh, yeah, you, you talk about how Christians should talk, should be against this. There was on the com comments, uh, one very Christian fellow that came up with about a dozen passages, you know, Jeremiah 1 5, Psalms 139, Isaiah 44 24, uh, Psalms 127 3. What did these passages, what were they saying? Fruit of the womb. Uh, who formed you from the fruit of, from the womb? In other words, uh, they were all pointing out that uh, that uh, we were part of the womb. They, from there, God knew us and formed us and created us. What I've often done in Uber when I'm talking to someone who says they're a Christian but they're for abortion, I say, "Well, then you wouldn't have had any problem." with Mary and Joseph aborting Jesus, because obviously Joseph wasn't uh, the father. Would you have had any problem with that? And they said, oh, oh that would God. have been terrible. And I said, why would that be terrible? If Jesus isn't a human being until he's born, or even until he's 15 weeks, there, there were abortions being done in Rome, particularly if the child was a female because they wanted male children. And if she was born, they would put the female out in the wilderness. I, I don't personally see a difference between what the Nazis were teaching uh, against Jews. And you got to remember that many abortions are against Jewish females, namely the ones in the womb. And so mm -hmm. I don't see a difference uh, between uh, the two. Right. I, I agree with you. The, the, in his book, uh, How Christianity Changed the World by Alan Schmidt, he brings up that point about abortions in, in Rome. But uh, one of the things he cited is they would take the babies to the dump, the city dump, yes. and dump right. off the baby. And guess who came and got the babies and raised them? 
the uh, Jewish believers. Yeah, the Christians yes. came and got the babies and and uh, raised them as their own. Yeah, took them in as orphans. Now, we don't want to conclude this without, we've talked a lot about the law because we want to make sure that people really feel guilty about this sin, if they're for it or if they've done it. But there is a gospel that when one feels that what they have done or what they are thinking is a sin and repent of it, that because of Jesus Christ, that sin is forgiven and heaven is still their home. So that's the teaching that we want to make sure people understand. Right. And we say it in our liturgy, don't we? Uh, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and give, cleanse, us from all, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes. Although I think every pastor can tell you of an occasion where it was abortion or on drugs or something, and a person said, well, I'm addicted to drugs, and I'm going to go and still take them because I know if I repent of it, God will forgive me. Well, guess what? That's not proper repentance in going ahead to do a sin, thinking thereby, well, all I'll do is tell God I repent of it, even though I don't really mean it. And, and so you need to pray the Holy Spirit that he will really help your conscience understand that the murder of children in the womb is absolutely contrary to his will. And if you are so much opposed to the Nazis you need to be opposed to these people also who don't think any problem with putting to death a human being. That kind of reminds me of the Pharisee and the tax collector who worshiped. The Pharisee says, you know, I thank God I'm not like this other, all these other people that commit sins. Whereas the uh, uh, tax collector said, Lord, have mercy on me. Exactly. And that tax collector was sincere in his repentance. And the Pharisee, he didn't even care about repentance. But there are some people, and I had a lot of friends who were Roman Catholic when I was growing up, and they said, yeah, we go out on Saturday night and we have a real lot of fun with drinking and this kind of stuff. But then we know we're going to church on Sunday where God will forgive us. Well, guess oh what? That's not the way uh, it works. Yeah, and sadly, it's probably across the board in, in many Christian denominations that they, they would say, all I have to do is repent of it the next day, not realizing, as you said, that it's not repentance. No, a- anymore that when people are in an inappropriate relationship, And there's even a small group of Christians who will disagree that premarital sex is always wrong. They say, well, it depends Mm. on the circumstances. No, it's always wrong. And therefore, the idea that even if you decided to be married, that you can start 
being involved in that, that is also contrary to the word of God. So there's a lot that the church has to be doing. And I, I'm listening to a lot of sermons, and many of them talk about the cross of Christ, forgiveness, but they don't do that good a job in indicating how we break every one of the commandments, either by thought, word, or deed. Well said. I, I think that's that's the, the crux of it. You said we see that by our thoughts, our actions, and our deeds, uh, or the words that we speak, that we have committed sins, and we need to go to the cross of Christ in repentance. Yes, because at the cross, we find someone who was not selfish. He died on our behalf. He became our substitute. And now, when we reject babies in the womb, we become the selfish ones. And I'll remake this point. Talk to any pastor. If you take the Lord's Supper in that condition of unrepentance, you are going to be getting negative results, including even death has happened to those in 1 Corinthians 11. It's quite the times we're living in, isn't it? It's always been times like this. And so mm. we hope that there will be a revival, and that's going to be up to the church in bringing the message. Now, some of you may have a question about what I and Pastor Reimnitz say today. Email me at lawandgospel at lawandgospel101.com, and we will respond to it on tomorrow's Open Mic Friday. So thank you very much, Pastor Reimnitz. Again, a great article to open our eyes to the work of Satan in this world. Until then, tomorrow's Law and Gospel, God bless you. Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.